This is WrestleZone Radio, presented by WrestleZone.com. Find us on iTunes. Welcome back to WrestleZone Radio. It's me, Nick Hausman, and right now I am joined by the Dad Bod Destroyer. It is Robbie E. Robbie E., welcome back to WrestleZone Radio. Hey, do you have kids? I, I do not have children, no. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because if you do, I saw pictures of you on Skype when we got this call hooked up, and I was going to say, you got to start doing my workouts, bro. You're, you're letting yourself slack a little bit, man. Robbie, I'm not, it's, it's funny you should bring that up. I actually got back in the gym last week for the first time in two years. I worked out, uh, I worked out Tuesday, Thursday, and then I was going to go Sunday, but I was hungover, so I went Monday. But I did it three, three times in one week. I was very proud of myself. Well, I mean, I, I, that's pretty good, but remember, what are you doing in there? Are you actually working out, or are you tweeting? No, I no. Mean, no, I do half hour on the treadmill, then I do chest uh, exercises one day. I only did chest press the first day. I don't want to kill myself. Uh, then I do uh, leg lifts and some crunches and push-ups. That's kind of where I'm at right now. It takes about an hour each time I'm in the gym right now. Hey, you know what? Okay, I'm, you know, that's, that's actually pretty good. So all we got to do is in a few weeks update your Skype picture, and then you're good to go, man. Uh, man, it's mania season. I'm gonna be a Nola, and I gotta stand around. I, <laughs> you gotta look good. I, I gotta stand around next to guys like you and, and the Hall of Famers and everything. So I, I have to be, <laughs> I have to be good. It's winter here in Chicago, and so we all just kind of put on our blubber in the winter and then shave it off as we go into the summer. That's usually how it rolls. Well, I suppose you got to keep warm, so you're forgiven. Thank you. And by the way, I'm really glad that uh, this is the first interview where the person I'm talking to is just bl- bluntly called me fat right off the bat, which is like, fine, well, I'm I, tubby. I, 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 I didn't use the word fat. It's well, just, you know, in the picture, you noticed, you know, you enjoyed the holidays a little too much this year, I noticed. That's all. Well, I'm looking at your photo right here. You have no shirt on and uh, <laughs> no body fat for that matter either. So, I mean, you know, we can all have goals. You know, next year I'll, we'll try to flip the photos or at least equal them out a little bit, you know. Yeah, and I mean, to be fair, it's, I never really have a shirt on, but that's besides the point. Uh, all right. Well, what wonderful banter to start this interview off. Uh, <laughs> Robbie... You, uh, we're, we're doing a podcast here right now. We're doing a podcast interview, but you have more formally entered the podcast arena, finally. Uh, you got a new show over on the MLW Network. Uh, tell us a little bit about it. I got some questions. I listened to the first episode. Um, well, first of all, thanks for having me, man. I definitely, any opportunity I could get to spread knowledge of what my podcast is and about, um, you know, I want to do. So I appreciate the opportunity to be here. And it is, it's, so basically... You know, I left Impact Wrestling. I have more free time on my hands. So the first thing that popped in my head, I'm a wrestler, was, whoa, I should start a podcast. But then I kind of said, you know what, Um, I just kind of had second thoughts because I said if I start a podcast, a lot of people that do podcasts, not everyone, but it kind of means, like, you're done with wrestling. A lot of people think your career's over. You know, you're doing podcast stuff now. I don't know why people think that, but I feel like that's the vibe a lot of people get. So I was just like, my wrestling career is full on. I don't want to do that. Anyway, a few months go by. The idea that I had for the podcast that I never did, I ended up, you know, talking to Court Bauer about, and he told me how much he loved it, which kind of gave me some, it gave me another new wind on it where I said, you know what, maybe I should do it. So uh, I hooked up with Matt Coon, who helps out with Bruce Pritchard's podcast, and uh, he helps out with Medusa's podcast now, and he's like a genius with editing and all that stuff. And he's my co-host. And the show is called Why It Ended. And basically the concept is I wanted, I, I wanted something different, not just – I feel like a lot of wrestlers um, are on the, 
same shows and you've heard their story a million times and it's just kind of like the same stuff and I wanted guys on that have like vanished or were forgotten about where people are actually like oh man I remember that guy like whatever happened to him I want to hear his story so that's why I'm kind of getting guys they might have been on TV three weeks six months in 82 for a year like whatever but just guys that aren't really hitting the circuit hard and aren't really at conventions and just people that like when you hear their name you're like holy shit i want to know about him you know yeah yeah absolutely well first uh, first of all matt coon your co-host what a voice that man has like the most touching beautiful voice i've ever heard you have a great voice too but his is just like this bassy delicious chocolatey goodness that i encourage you to check out if nothing for that but your first guest on episode one was Glacier. You talk about a guy I hear about where I'm like, man, do I want to know more about what happened with that guy? Uh, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, what a what a cool episode. Why did you pick Glacier as the first guest? Um, well, I, I hate to not answer right away, but I just got to go back to what you said. I agree with Matt Coon's voice. It's great. Thank you. But that delicious, deliciously chocolate thing really just creeped me out, man. What, I'm not going to lie. Now I'm officially uncomfortable for the rest of this interview. I'm Cho- just throwing that out He's there. He's got chocolate rain voice. Well, I mean, is there something wrong with that? You, we all remember it, the chocolate. It was just, it was just you could have just said he had a good voice. That was kind of weird. Well, I mean, come on. We're in a business of descriptives here, right? I mean, you're the dad bod destroyer. <laughs> Matt Coon can't have a chocolatey voice. Come on. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we have a bunch of people lined up, you know, and a bunch of ideas of people we want. But we wanted the first one to pop a little bit, kind of like a wow. And I think Glacier's that, you know, even though his run wasn't so long. I think if you're a wrestling fan from the late 90s, everybody remembers Glacier, whether you thought it was a joke, whether you thought it was cool. Everybody remembers the guy in the crazy entrance and everything. So I thought he was a good one to kind of be like, a, wow, what the hell ever happened with that guy? What, what was that story? So, I, you know, I just think, you know, the same the same reaction you had of just saying, like, you wanted to hear about Glacier, I think most people had, so that's why we chose him. Well, and it's, it's you know, uh, Ray Lloyd, the real man behind the mask, right, has had a much longer career than just the Glacier character, right? You guys get into that a bit, too, and really what that Glacier run meant to him. I, I don't want to ruin the podcast. I don't want to give too much away. I think you should absolutely go listen to it. But, you know, I used to do the, the show with Bischoff, and I've heard a lot of WCW stories, right? And listening to, to Ray or Glacier talk about his experiences in WCW, working with Eric from that side of the coin, totally different perspective, completely different perspective, a guy inside of it. And at, at such a really interesting time, too, you know, with the NWO really popping off and they were kind of supposed to be a little bit more, you know, a, a cartoony stable of Mortal Kombat wrestlers. There was something that got brought up in the interview I wanted to ask you about that you guys didn't dig too much deeper on in, in your answer. But the idea that their storyline, it sounds like, or the storyline that Glacier was going to be a part of, this like invasion of Mortal Kombat characters, was maybe uh, changed, the story, or the, the plans were changed because of the invasion of the NWO and how they could have felt really similar. Now, you had talked about how you got to go with the flow and, and you know if things change, just be ready for that. But did that resonate with you on any specific level where you were like, man, you know what? Actually, there was a plan I was supposed to be a part of that I thought was really cool, and somebody else got to do it before I had the chance to do it. Um, with me, like in my career, yeah. personally? Yeah, I was interested. Um, no, not really. You know, I kind of always have done schedule for the things I was supposed to do. At least, you know, things always change in wrestling. I, I'm sure I had things change on me, but not to the level of him where his whole – 
idea and storyline and stable was like taken away. So on that level, no, it's nothing like that's ever happened to me. But I'm sure I've seen it happen. You know what I'm saying? Cause well, yeah. It's wrestling. Changes happen every week. Well, that was the kind of crazy thing about listening to the interview. It was almost like he was realizing a little bit, too, the impact that the NWO had on what could have been his run. Did you kind of get that vibe, too, like he'd never really thought that hard about how the impact of these other storylines were affecting his push? Yeah, because I feel like he's not done that many interviews. I feel like he was hearing himself answer these questions that he probably hasn't answered in a long time. Yeah. And, yeah, he probably looked at it a little differently. And I just want to say... Not to go too much into it, but that stable, like, I think that would have actually been really cool and they would have had a lot more success coming in together as opposed to just separate and immediately feuding with each other. I think it would have been cool. I I completely agree. And and walking away from the interview, I I hate to say I felt bad for Glacier, but, I mean, you you can't help but feel for the guy a little bit because, like you just pointed out, that was – that. I mean, if they had used the NWO formula but not for Hall, Nash, and Hogan, but instead for these guys, it would have – all, not probably been a, as huge a success, definitely not as huge a success in the NWO, but would have been very successful. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I mean, like he said, he's a positive guy. It's not really feeling bad. He's still got to do some amazing things, but, yeah, there could have been way more to it. And um, I also do think he's the nicest human that's ever existed, so just <laughs> throwing that out there. He really uh, blew some minds last year. I know at Joey Janela's spring break, uh, that was like that was kind of when the, the Glacier – Love, I feel, started to build around him uh, was after that match last year. So, <laughs> he, Yeah, and that's another thing. Like you said, a lot of people don't know what's going on with him. But, yeah, he still is actively – well, his wrestling school, which I didn't even know about, and he still does indies, like, in the Georgia area where he lives and stuff. So he's still pretty active, which I didn't know. So yeah. it was cool. He was cool for me also because I want guys on that I'm actually interested in their stories. I don't want to just with Matt and get a list of questions and we ask them. I want to conversate with guys where I actually give a shit. And I want to choose guys from like my childhood where I actually want to know about them. So he, I, that was, his story was interesting to me, and I'm glad I learned about him. And then the next bunch of guests, same thing. You know, I'm interested in hearing their stories. So it's going to be cool for me every week also. Yeah. Uh, well, let's, let's talk a little bit about the future of the show. Now, I know you, you played coy at the end of the first episode. You don't want to give away who you've got in mind. Um, I, with, I'm not going to ask you who's ahead, but I will tell you somebody I do want to hear you talk to. And that is Das Wunderkid Alex Wright. I feel like after listening to Glacier's side of the story of his WCW tenure, I, I would love to chat with Alex Wright. Uh, is there, on a 1 to 10 of the dad bod meter, is that, is that a possibility? Well, I'll tell you this. He's already on the, for sure on the list of guys that we want. Ugh, he's, not, he's not lined up yet because we have a bunch of others before him, but he's definitely on the list that we're going to reach out to that we want. Ugh. And uh, I think that era of WCW are going to be some of the best guests that we get. There's that, like, you know, mid to late 90s. Well, mid to till it closed, bunch of guys from WCW. But we did, um, we did announce this week's guest. This week's guest. I don't know if you saw it. It drops tomorrow at six a.m. and it's uh, Muhammad Hassan. Ah, yes, Muhammad Hassan. What a tale he has to tell. I can't, actually, that's going to be fast. Are you going to dive into it? Like the last, you know, what what cut to his termination and the the really kind of controversial stuff they had him doing there at the end. Yeah, I mean, the show is why it ended, and I think a lot of people don't really know why it ended. So, I mean, that's you know goes along with what we're doing, and I think he's another perfect guest for it. A lot of people don't know his story. Wow. He's not around wrestling any, anymore. He hasn't done many interviews, and I think, again, it's going to 
a lot of people are gonna it's gonna open up their eyes to what really went down with him. So yeah, I think he's perfect second guest for the show. Uh, Robbie, the new Barbara Walters. Um, now, <laughs> I, uh, I I gotta ask. Uh, I had one more question I'd ask before we get to what all you're doing outside of the podcast here. I do want to chat a bit about that as well. But you were sitting there talking to Glacier, and the dysfunction in WCW comes up pretty often throughout the interview. Like, wow, I can't believe they did that. Or, wow, I can't believe they paid you that. Um, when you hear that and you, you start to talk about, you, you brought up your time and impact and how there's been through different phases and all that. Does, does, it sound, does it sound like impact ever got as disorganized as what WCW was there in those waning days that Glacier was talking about? Yeah, I'd say equal in disorganization, but in different ways. I don't think WCW, uh, the, the people in charge of WCW, changed as often as, uh, as TNA, as where TNA really was changing every few months, yeah. as where I don't think WCW changed that much. The cool thing about WCW was, though, there was just a hell of a lot more money being thrown around, so I don't think anyone cared as much. <laughs> <laughs> I, sure, I sure wouldn't have. God, please give me one of those, you know, hang out and wrestle a few times a month or year with all that money. That sounds lovely. I'm going to put you under contract, but I need you to disappear from the independent wrestling scene. All right? <laughs> so you don't want me to wrestle, and you want to pay me what? Okay. Well, We're in. you know who else got that uh, got that deal recently in WWE was Braun Strowman. I remember when he popped up on Raw, it was like, who the hell is this guy? Right? And I guess it came out they yeah. had him under contract for a couple months. So uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, Glacier and Braun Strowman, those are two guys I'd like to watch devour a steak. <laughs> uh, so, Robbie, you are uh, the dad bod destroyer at Muscle and Fitness still, correct? I still see your videos popping up where you're, like, lifting your kids, like, uh, dumbbells and things like that. Yeah, um, I am every Monday on Muscle and Fitness. And then, actually, tomorrow, um, a, a few weeks ago, Fox Global, Fox News, came to my home and did a big piece on me. And that's actually dropping tomorrow on Fox Global, the website, and then all – Pretty much most of the news channels with Fox around the world are going to be picking the story up. So that's going to be out tomorrow. It's going to be pretty big. That's awesome. You know, and Robbie, one of the things I like about you is you really are one of those unsung guys that have made the transition outside of just wrestling. Because you do do quite a bit outside of wrestling. But what is what is your wrestling plan right now? I mean, you're not Impact. I mean, what's, what's on the horizon for Robbie E? Uh, well, I mean, I'm 34. I feel I'm in the best shape of my life. You know, with this off time, I've had time to get beyond fit of what I normally am and you know I still I am wrestling full-time I mean dude I'm still wrestling two to four times a week sure depending on you know the week and still traveling I got international stuff coming up but yeah I mean I still my body could still go and I want to wrestle somewhere full-time yeah you know I think Robbie E not only has things to offer the wrestling world but the world in general and I hope within the next year to pop up somewhere, you know, as a full-time wrestler on your TV. So, you know, we'll see. I, You know, I'll say that the there's like an impact invasion that has taken over the WWE roster the last three years. And uh, you're a name that I feel has weirdly not joined that mix yet. I think that you'd be a really refreshing face in that environment. Obviously, you have a lot of buddies there at the moment. Yeah, I mean, you know, Bobby Roode and Eric Young are two guys I was really close with. I traveled with them for years. So they're obviously my closest. But, yeah, I mean, throughout the past few years, Joe, Aries, um, EC3. Gunners in NXT. Uh, Dix- I'm sure I'm forgetting a handful Dixie's, more. <laughs> but, Di- you know, yeah. Dixie's doing documentary features now. I mean, there is no more curtain. It's all gone. Everything's burned. It's all, it's all on fire. Uh, yeah, this is true. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, Robbie, uh, thank you very much for the time. 
Go check out the podcast, guys. I really, really did enjoy the debut with Glacier. Uh, it's part of the MLW Network. And uh, any final parting words, Robbie? Um, no, just Wednesday, 6 a.m. Every Wednesday, 6 a.m., the podcast drops. And follow me on Twitter at Robbie E. Impact and Instagram at Real Robbie E.